Today we're going to talk about how to identify if you're living your life backwards. What's going on everyone? Welcome back to the Daily Fitness Education. I am your host, Kyle, a personal trainer in the trenches each and every single day, learning about what fitness means. And when we first start out, we think it's like biceps and abs. And while those things are great, it's it's good to have those as byproducts. If you've been following this channel, you'll realize that there's a lot uh, of perspective shifting that needs to happen for people if they want to maintain fitness as a lifestyle. Um, and one thing is to realize that in the modern environment, we we live backwards, right? Comparative to how we've evolved and where we've come from. Now, the idea of evolution is controversial, but the idea that we had to move in order to survive is not, okay? Only in the modern day have we been able to focus on survival before our movement, okay? Um, and this is this is really really foundational for you to understand because the vast majority of not only uh, adults but definitely kids are massively under exercised quote unquote you know um, if that's a thing so what does it look like well I mean you know we we dialed it back far enough and we moved uh, in order for us to get to a destination and a destination transportation definitely wasn't a thing um, and we had nothing else to do but to eat uh, and find stuff and, well, have sex, <laughs> reproduce, right? Those are the two main goals. Um, you know, socialize, connect, that that kind of stuff. I'm sure we could play, you know, with whatever uh, stuff in the environment that we could find. And then, of course, you know, warring and, and fighting. But that's that's pretty much the extent. Now, there's so many more things for us to be preoccupied with that – um, the movement is not a part of our survival. Uh, and we're going to dive into that today a little bit um, so we can start to realize that, you know, we have it so unbelievably, uh, we're unbelievably fortunate, but the regulator that is movement that provides the sense of well-being is taken from us. So because we don't move, uh, we are experiencing more levels, more higher levels of anxiety than ever before. Uh, and we're going to talk about that today. Good morning, everyone. My name is Kyle Roche, and this is the Daily Fitness Education, the podcast designed to highlight how anyone can become successful in any endeavor at all in life. Learning every day. I'll discuss something that I've learned in the past, something I may have learned that day, or something that I'm about to learn through books, mentors, courses, formal education, colleagues, and practical steps with clients. You can listen along through the lens of a personal trainer and the healthy enthusiasts around me and learn from my trials and tribulations as to how to achieve the intangible habits to pursue your own future in fitness. So <laughs> what's up, Endgame Addicts? I, I tend to go on rants di at different times. If you listen to the last podcast, I apologize. I got a little heated. Um, I was basically just getting zealous about the fact that many people want to shortcut this process. They want to shortcut the things that are worth it in life. Like they want to get well fast. They just want to win a, lo a lottery. Um, and, and I think like the lottery approach to fitness is like you either take steroids or um, you go on some diet, some magic formula to give you the outcome. But we're not looking at the sustainability 
of when you've achieved your goal, your results, your outcomes. I had a conversation this morning with uh, a gentleman. Uh, he's like, so what's, you know, what, what kind of goal should I have? And I'm like, well, you know, early on, it's helpful to have a goal so that you can stay in tune with it. But truthfully, like what I want you to be focused on on a consistent basis is to get used to the discomfort of maintaining health. The discomfort of you having to go into workouts and and coming to terms that this grind, this pain that you're feeling is going to always be there and it should be and if it's not, you should be questioning and asking yourself some things because we live backwards now. Before we would have had to suffer, go through the pain of tripping or, or you know not having shoes and walking over all different kinds of um environments and then sweating and and being frozen in the winter and having to find shelter and make shelter and and all these different things like we had to move so much more in order for us to survive now fortunately you know because of our massive uh, capacity to think and problem solve and use tools we can sit behind uh, a screen that is not only unbelievably unhealthy for you it causes us to not move now uh we all get this. I, I understand that many people will understand this, but kids, people that grew up, you know, before the 1900s, uh, sorry, 1990s and maybe 2000 to 2010 tops, every kid that's born right now is not going to understand that movement is a, is a way of life. Kids that are born right now, you only know what you know. Like, think about it. The kids that are alive right now do not understand what movement truly is, right? And how necessary it is. Many, many people, especially people in cities, uh, because it's not safe to allow your kids to just run out and run around. Like I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have been raised uh, in a small town, right? So to have, you know, I was raised in Whitby, Ajax, um, which is a city-ish, but there was still lots of space and lots of room to run around. It was different times. Now, coming up in the modern environment, we can do literally everything with our brain. Um, but when you start to realize that the movement contributes to your brain's capacity, it starts to become a very, very interesting game. Um, and the disciplines of life should not be shortcutted because ultimately you're living life backwards. And that's the point here. You're actually living backwards. To think that you can survive without movement has never before ever been possible. And it's now possible, but just know that you're living life backwards. And why this was inspired is because when I was meditating, doing the dishes, I, I like to do dishes and think, to be honest. Um, I, I had thought about it and I was like, there are so many people that don't prioritize their health, right? I mean, 200 years ago, you weren't prioritizing health, you were prioritizing staying alive, right? And some people were better at it than others, right? Learning that, you know, if you hunted more often, you probably had more food and thus could survive the winter or whatever, but now, it's a choice. You have the choice. Well, yes and no. Psychologically, we are conditioned by society to make certain decisions. Uh, governments and media and uh, news. Like, don't, don't under underestimate how subjective your brain is to the influence of all other people. Okay? The people at the top have their best interests in mind, not yours. And interestingly enough, and I'm just I'm digressing, but Frito-Lay's employees actually don't eat the chips because they know how awful they are for you. Coke, uh, Coca-Cola owners uh, don't even let it in their house. They don't let their families touch it. 
because it's it's pretty much straight poison for your system. Um, so digressing, you know, taking a step uh, backwards, we also want to understand that um, life has never before been the way it is now. And once you realize that, you need to respect it for what it was if you want to take care of your body holistically. Now, understanding the different depths of mobility and physio and modern day guess of training, I say this all the time, uh, the gym is just an ergonomic guess. A barbell is an invention, so are dumbbells. In fact, in the 1930s, a circus performer, um, I forget the guy's name, uh, but ultimately invented the dumbbell. And he was like, this is how you make your arms look cool. Um, because he made his arms look cool by like training with, you know, with weights and um, had learned that by conditioning your body with these weights, um, you can change your body. And ultimately, lo and behold, we now have a dumbbell. Okay. Now it's, it's extremely painful to put yourself through this and, and people are like, you know, why am I punishing myself? You know, uh, I don't understand why I'm going through this pain. Well, you're not actually, you're rewarding yourself highly, uh, and, and taking, taking care of your body by conditioning it, by improving its capacity to function. Now, many people will be like, oh, you don't have massive biceps and your chest isn't enormous. So you're not, you're not fit and healthy. It's like, no, no, no. Uh, aesthetics and being stupid lean and having a massive chest is actually not the marker of health. It might be so unbelievably fit that you can do some incredible things. However, the likelihood is that your body is going to feel that by the time you're 80, 90, okay? Hoping you make it to 80, 90 because that's what this whole rant <laughs> that is my podcast is for you to be able to live a long and healthy life and enjoy it the entire time. Um, but the moment you start to realize that you're living it backwards is the key, right? So instead of trying to buy more materialistic shit, buy more health shit, right? If you got to go through college, make sure instead of getting a 99.999%, why not settle for an 85% and get yourself into unbelievable shape throughout? Now, there's also, you know, the other nuance you can actually, if you take the, you know, make the right choices, right choices, make more ideal choices for the benefit of your future. I don't like saying right and wrong. Uh, but if you make the more ideal choices for the benefit of your future, you'll be exercising and studying and exercising and studying um, and trying to delay gratification as much as humanly possible. So my challenge for you folks is to try and weigh all of your current life decisions. If you have a car that gets from A to B and you don't have good health, why are you considering another car? Well, my dad always got a car every five years. He taught me that that was the right thing to do. Have you ever weighed that thought? Right? My dad's taught me a lot of stuff. And granted, you know, great guy, huge heart, heart of a lion, love him to death. I don't follow all of his advice. Right? You know, there's maybe there's some disconfirming belief systems that we got to throw out. Right? Throw out a couple beliefs a year. As in like, why is it important to you for your house to be larger? Why do you need four houses when, when the house you live in, your body, is not operating appropriately? Okay? Many people will spend 40, 50, you know, will want to spend 40, 50,000 dollars on a car and will do that happily, but never invest in a coach, in a trainer, in, in anything that's going to ultimately improve your overall experience in life. So, all I'm saying is instead of trying to, you know, upgrade your 
car, why don't you upgrade the quality of your food? Instead of trying to um, upgrade how large your house is, why don't you improve the quality of the things in your house? Like change the shampoo uh, to something more organic and less chemically based. Now you'll be like, oh, that's that's hogwash. And you know, many people, I, I actually heard this, like you can't guarantee that everything is organic. And I'm like, you're right, you can't. But the likelihood is it's actually going to be more organic than the ones that don't say organic on it. Sure, this, everything is controversial. Not, you know, Some people will label it on there to sell something more. But even if 70% of my food, you know, 30% is probably a pretty large number, was labeled organic and did not, you know, wasn't actually organic, I got a 70% better chance that it's not chocked full of chemicals. Okay, like uh, this elitist mentality, like, all of a sudden, uh, because there's some controversy, health ideas are dumb and, and, and investing extra money in it is dumb. Like, I think you trying to get by and, and, and cut corners somehow is dumb. Pay full price for life. And then you'll know you did your best. Okay, that's my opinion. Um, don't try and count the pennies. Um, you know, invest. You're, you're investing into your future health, likely by eating organic food. You're investing in your future health by going to the gym instead of watching TV. You're investing into your future health by spending a night going for a walk with your girlfriend instead of staring at video games. Now, I, I, I get it. Um, there's a balance here, 90-10. That's why I talk about 90-10. I enjoy pizza. I enjoy pie. I enjoy, you know, playing games or watching movies or, you know, doing normal human stuff. That being said, the better balance that they don't tell you in success is that invest. Be an investor. Invest in your future because this is exactly how it used to be in life. And you, it wasn't even a thought of an investment. If you didn't, if you didn't delay gratification, you were dead. Okay. Now you're fortunate enough to not, yet we bitch and complain about how things, you know, how, how things are hard. It's like, what, what do you mean? This is the best possible time ever. The best, the most abundant time ever. You know, I'm looking at a picture right now of a, of a tent. You know, do you know, do you know what went into that tent? All you had to do was be someone with a skill to be able to sweep a floor. Okay. You can make 12 bucks an hour, whatever it is. And then over the course of like two weeks, you can save up enough to buy a tent. You would never have a tent by sweeping a floor before. And why I'm making this point is because people don't realize how awesome their lives are. Having desks, having books, having utensils, having all of these different things. You go to first and second world countries, you realize how, how much different your life is compared to theirs. You'll come back very humbled. You won't be bitching about much anymore. Okay. So instead of living life backwards and thinking that, you know, for some reason you got to keep up with the Joneses, look at your biases. If you don't know what your biases are, they are highly relevant for you to become and stay successful in life. Okay. Like, uh, sexuality bias. You see the opposing sex or whatever sexuality you're interested in and all of a sudden you, you can't think straight. Uh, social bias. You see someone you like and all, all you want to do is hug them. Uh, liking bias. You have a good conversation with someone and then you think about them the next time you see them you want to smile. Why are you biased to end up knowing someone? Or why are you biased to want to purchase and compete with someone when you're at an auction? Or you know why do you want to keep up with the people around you? Okay, Why, why do you think that way? These are some good questions because once you start to unpack some of these things, you can start to move against the things that you know will not serve you. So folks, 
I know it's work. It's always a grind to change your cognitive capacity, to change your habits, to change your environment. Before, you were either dead or you had to, okay? Now, you can live to the ripe old age of diabetes before you have to change. I'm encouraging you to not. I'm encouraging you to look at it a little bit differently so you can take on your life in a very different way. So you can take on life the way it should be, in the right direction, health first. Take care of the movement capacity, take care of the food, and you will be able to stay alive right? Don't worry about the fancy cars, the fast computers, the video games that you can lose your world, your life in. Just focus on being a better you and your life gets better. Just focus on you. And that's it. So either way, folks, um, I hope this helped a little bit. Ultimately, it's, it's stuff I know you already know, but it's just good reflection. Having a good meditation on life and being like, hey, you know, life is pretty good. I got some pretty awesome opportunities to work up myself and consistently be hammering away at my problems. That's a good thing. I'm not dead. My family's alive. You know, I, I have the capacity to love one another and, you know, challenge the status quo and be someone, help other people. It's pretty awesome to be alive. Either way, folks, I love you guys very much. I hope you have an unbelievable weekend. Uh, remember, many people underestimate, overestimate what they can do in six months and underestimate what they can do in 10 years. Either way, folks, I, have, I hope you have an unbelievable night and I will see you in 24 hours. Peace.